Welcome to the Field Rose Podcast. Well, I, st- I started farming when I was a little baby, so... I left my wallet in the ocean That 40 bucks is lost I barely made it back to the shore all right, all right, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Field Rose Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't done it already, please leave a review and rate it. Whether you're listening on, say, Spotify or Apple Podcast, it would help out a whole ton. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, for hanging out with us. Of course, I've got my co-host, Jordan Mathis. Hey, yo. Jordan, what did you do today? Work. Work? Well, I, I yeah. need a little more... Uh, about that. So, um, what did I do today at work? Uh, check. We checked some warehouses out. Yeah, you know, get them ready for um, harvest coming up. We gotta get them clean, get them ready, get the doors sealed up, get them sprayed down. Okay, just a lot of work to be done. Peanut season is. I mean, in a month, we'll we'll be picking peanuts. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So there's, there, there's there's guys are forty days out for what sure. What are you doing with the mic? I don't know. I I can never I, mean, I can never get this mic how I want it. I don't know. It's okay. Well, it, it bothers. So me. you mentioned the warehouse. We're just making sure they're cleaned out, like sealed oh, yeah. tight, not going to have any leaks. Exactly. I mean, you want to like I I tell some of these guys it's just like when you start planting. Yeah. You want to start planting with a clean field. You don't want weeds already right. growing in the field because then you'll be fighting them all season long. Mm-hmm. Well, if you start with a dirty warehouse and put peanuts right back into it, you already have a um, a pretty large insect presence in the warehouse. So yeah. then you're just fighting them right off the bat. So you want to make sure you get in there, clean it all out, make sure there's no leftover peanuts from the year before that insects could um, be infested. Right. Um, make sure there's no rodents in there, large raccoons, small What's, children. Definitely small children. What would the the number one insect be in a warehouse? Well, your your main <clears throat> battle is with uh, mill moth and red flower beetles. Okay. Learn something new. Well, I had a pretty good weekend. Um, we had an awesome trip. Uh, went to Rome. And, uh, man, that's beautiful. A lot lot different than what we expected. That's in Germany, um, right? It was actually Georgia. Rome, oh. Rome Georgia. Yeah, it's just uh, about an hour think northeast of Atlanta. So my wife's um, niece, I guess my niece, uh, had a baby shower. So her family from Kentucky came down and and hung out, stayed there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at a luxurious Comfort Inn and Suites in Rome, Georgia. Can't go wrong Um, with Comfort Inn. We we, uh, got the executive king suite. So uh, it was worth every penny. Did that come with the the desk, you know, in the chair? Had the desk. It had two um, couch that led out to beds so the kids could sleep on that. It had a room that you could close off that had the king bed, like a nice walk-in closet. I mean... For private time. Yeah, that's right. And it was only... I think it was like two twenty a night. So nice. Not that bad, but... uh, Anyway, enough small small chat. Let's introduce our guest uh, today, and he is the the youngest guest on the podcast uh, that we've had so far. He is a Gen Z farmer slash firefighter. He is my nephew... Mr. Trevor Padgett. Trevor, how's it going? Good. How's everybody doing today? Man, we are just doing fantastic. We're just over the moon that you um, decided to do the podcast with us. Yeah. Uh, glad to have me on the podcast. I can't believe I'm actually here. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't sound too stoked about it when I when I first texted you. You kind of ghosted me for a little bit. No, I was I a little bit nervous, actually. A little nervous. Well, we're not going to we're not going to put you in too bad of a spot, but um, well, Somebody came in, but anyway, uh, yeah, Trevor is um, getting a job with a local fire department. Hopefully, if everything goes well, hopefully. and he's been uh, helping us out on the farm this year. And did you work last year on the farm any, or is this your first official year uh, on the farm? I think this is my first official year. Uh, worked at the feed store, El McCarthy Company. Little plug there, but uh, best feed store in town. It is. Uh, but yeah, I worked with them, so I've been working with them for probably what two years, I'd say. Yeah, and then this year I've. Recently started working on the farm. Good. So. Do you like working on the farm better than the feed store or vice versa? You know, it's it has its days. Yeah. Like, I like learning stuff. Like, the, about the first week I was there on the farm, Keithy actually taught me how to weld. So, yep. that was really cool to me. I love I love doing that. I love Good learning teacher. stuff. So Right. Uh, it has its days. I like cutting up a lot at the feed store, you know. Good atmosphere out there too, but right. You mean y'all don't actually work at the feed store? No, we do. We Very little we, work. That, no, we work a lot at the feed <laughs> store. I, they're just hit, playing, they're, playing they're football. just playing around. I'm gonna go shut this door real quick. You carried the show. Oh, hey Jordan. How you <laughs> hey Drew. <Drew. laughs> 
Oh, dang, he's running. He's a fast-paced mover. How'd it go? Uh, we lost viewers. Uh, Jordan crash and burn the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> viewers are dropping off at an alarming rate. So, yeah, it's definitely different working at the store than the farm. Oh, yeah. Farm, you've got, I feel there's more, uh, just more things happening. The store's kind of more structured, kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, there's some wild cards. Like, yeah. when people come in, they want a large, large order. That's true. But, um, yeah. For the most part, it's way more structured. You kind of know what's going to happen at and, the store. And I've always said, and Jordan, I'm pretty sure you would agree with this, but uh, like a reality show of a, of a local feed store would be incredible entertainment. Oh, God. Because think of all the characters yes. that are at the feed store. Are you, you talking you, about like the, the, the customers? Just, or just, exactly. Let's not the, name the, no names. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No names. The, the local, given, you know, that coming in, hanging out, all the stories, just, just all that. If you could somehow document that and let people be honest about it and not be afraid to, to really give the, the story how it is. Uh, you, that'd make such you a make so show. many people mad, though. Because, you would, yeah. You'd piss I mean, everybody off. Yeah, but for real. It's a gossip column for men. 100%. It's, I yep. mean. It's like a salon. It's for a women. salon. It's a, yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> the feed, feed store, store is yeah. the salon for yeah. the farmers. And, and I feel it's probably that way everywhere. Oh, Any yeah. little small town that has a, oh, yeah, a local co-op or something. Well, just, actually, I noticed that in one little town. I can't remember where I was, but I actually pulled up into a gas station, and there was like three old men, and they were just sipping coffee. And it was like middle of the day, and I was like, yep, yep. this is how other people view us. Like <laughs> when they come into the feed store, it's like just three old men. That's right. Yep. You're not an old man, though. You're still young. Yeah, but 19. Like, what are you, I'm 19? About, I'm talking about, yeah, 19. Just turned 19, actually. Jim, yeah. what's my birthday? You know, uh, July birthdays. 31st, 2003. Because you, you know were born the year that I graduated high school. Because me and a buddy, my girlfriend at the time and his girlfriend at the time, were in Vermont on a trip, uh, and you were almost born then. So you were born, the, or I was born the year you graduated. I graduated. That, that makes you feel old. 2003. This year will be 20 years that I've been out of high school. High school reunion? Uh, possibly. Yeah. We, did, we didn't do anything for our tenure. You know, I look at people that are my age, and they've got a lot of gray hair, and I have very little gray hair. Oh, I see a little you patch around so, like, Yeah, it's like on my sideburns. I'm side messing with you. Here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just great genetics, really. Oh, well, yeah. I definitely said the MacArthur's have good genetics. I mean, look at Grandpa Jimmy. I mean, he just... He never really aged. Yeah, I don't know. You've, like I've looked at pictures of him when he was younger, mm-hmm. and he kind of just aged to a certain point, and then he just stopped just aging. Yeah. It's like he just he got kind of older looking, and then he never got old looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Jordan, you hope to follow that up? No, I'm good. Jordan's already abused his body so much. This is not- <laughs> it's a lost cause. Jordan looks older than I do, and I mean, he's nine years younger. Well, I do dress like I'm forty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean got, not really. You've got, a, you've got. I mean, you're the. What, what did we say last time? The manager of the. Uh, what was the Farmer proper stock, title? Farm. Quality control and uh, buying point. There you go. Yep. So you got a reputation to uphold. Yeah, you, know? you can't be showing up to work. No. Oh, like I, I always, do with, I always with dress professional. And, yeah. Oh, I do miss my shorts. Oh, I love. I'm, I will tell you right now. I, the, those puppies are coming out. Yeah. During farmers, I don't blame you. When I harvest gets here, my shorts are coming out. That's like Dad. He has worked his whole career as a farmer. In denim blue jeans. Oh, yeah. I don't see how they do it. I'd die. It's if too, I'm wearing so long hot. pants, I'm definitely not wearing denim blue jeans. No, I'm going to wear some type of khaki material, well, preferably a true work. Look at a lot of the migrant workers. Out. I mean, heck, they're wearing a long sleeve shirt, long mm-hmm. pants, boots, jackets, hoodies. Kind of like Trevor. <laughs> Trevor's got, he sports the <laughs> denim. Yeah. And, well, uh, and it worked for them, but I, I just, I'm a sweater. Yeah. I sweat. You are a heavy sweater. Oh, I just, it, I tell people it gets over 70 degrees. I sweat. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I feel myself perspiring right mm-hmm. now. Should I turn the air down? You good? I'll survive. It was freezing here. Well, the thing about the blue jeans, though, is like, when I was working on at the feed store, we weren't really going around a lot of, like, sharp materials, but at the farm, you're always working with something sharp or, like, climbing in and out of something. So I was like, yeah, I don't want my legs to be cut up. So It's worth it. I'd yeah. rather burn my legs welding with shorts on any day, yeah. you know? Yeah. But anyway, let's uh, let's talk about you wanted to, or, or you are, you're going to be a fireman. What uh, what prompted that for you um, to become a fireman? Well, it's kind of a weird story. Uh, dad was, my dad was a firefighter uh, for Panama City Beach. Yep. That was when I was like five years old. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what really started it, uh, I was, I think, 15. I was going through driver's ed, and I saw a video of, a bunch of car crashes that the dude made us watch. Okay. And uh, I was like, 
I was like, oh, that looks cool. Like, you get to show up to a bunch of car crashes and, you know, help people. Death, like, awesome. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a different feeling. I, like, it's like adrenaline rush. Yeah. And that's what I like about it is, like, the adrenaline feel right. to it. Yeah, I, I imagine you're going to be into some situations that are going to be pretty brutal. You yeah, know? there's there's a lot. And I've seen, I won't say I've seen a lot because I really haven't yet. Right. But uh, I did have to do uh, EMT and advanced EMT clinicals, and I did get to see a lot of cool stuff. And yeah. some stuff would make a lot of people cringe or, like, make them think about it. But yeah, it wasn't too bad yet. You think, like, mentally you're strong enough to, like, overcome that? Because I know me personally, I remember as a kid, you ever heard of the, the movie Faces of Death? No. I don't know who had it. But, yeah, it's like this old VHS tape. I don't know if it's, it's banned, but it just showed terrible things. And like that has haunted me even till today mm-hmm. uh, of watching that. Like, how do you block that out? I mean, there's, there's people in that profession that I guess they somehow can just move past that. But well, that's imagine one, that would, for me, that would be the hardest part of the job. That's one thing that you don't ask them is what's the worst thing they've seen. Yeah. And they told us that going into EMT school, they were like, don't ask them what's the worst thing they've seen. They want to block that out. And there's different coping mechanisms to yeah. it. And a lot of your, EMTs or firefighter, any kind of EMS, even the police, they've seen so much for it that they'll make jokes about certain stuff that in today's yeah. society wouldn't fly very good that's because right. it's, it's not it's not right. But mm-hmm. that's a coping mechanism, for right? Them. A so way to yeah, make a way to it. get yeah. it out. So d- did they offer any type of training, like psychologically training for that? To look, hey guys. You know, use this type, of, like you mentioned, like a coping mechanism. Uh, yeah, in the book, it did. We. I won't say we did cover a little bit about yeah. how to like stuff that you can do to like they have different programs you can get into yeah. if you feel like you're slipping off or something like that. Right. But, um, one thing about it was like in our in, from my college, one of our professors, or I think he was an aide kind of, uh, he actually sat us down and showed us pictures of like live events that had happened of like terrible stuff, but yeah. it affected it. I don't, it didn't affect me really. I didn't yeah. feel like, but it's a whole That's different good. perspective from right. viewing it on a screen than it is being there in real life. So I, bet. I agree. We'll see. Hopefully. Oh yeah. Hopefully and I imagine like just bad. being around your peers that are, that are in it, you know, they can probably give a bunch of advice as well. Like your, your guys, oh, have, definitely. you know, it's been a firefighter EMT for 25 years or more. Oh, definitely. Would definitely be a benefit. You know, I used to be a volunteer firefighter. You did where at? Lucy volunteer fire department and, yeah. Just south of Gordon. Really? I remember that. Yeah. How I did that? You, how I long? did that for like probably about two years, I believe. Mm-hmm. I only went to probably, we didn't really, I never went to any structure fires really. We went to most, it was mostly usually medical calls, you know, grandma falls. Oh, well, that's. Hit, hits her, falls and hits her hip. Mm-hmm. Probably the worst thing that ever happened. Remember when that, remember the uh, packing season when we did watermelons back there behind the feed store? Oh, yeah. And the guy had the heart attack coming underneath the red light. I remember. I was actually there. I was there when he, I was outside when he crashed. I was out there in turnout gear, remember? Yeah. I went out there mm-hmm. and I helped. You were the first one to him, right? Yeah. Which he passed away from Yeah, it. he passed away, but mm-hmm. I helped pull him out. That's, it's, I don't I obviously can't speak on guys that do it for a living. I mean, I don't, that's totally different, but yeah. I mean, it's definitely strange. It was a weird feeling pulling a lifeless body out. Yeah. I had to do CPR and a uh, dude, he ended up dying. Uh, it it was kind of odd to feel it because, I mean, like the dummies for it, mm-hmm. are, it, like the trained dummies for CPR are nowhere near what a person actually feels like to do it on. Yeah. It, it was a little bit odd at first, but I thought it kept me up at night, but it really didn't, and I'm surprised it didn't. But. Yeah. And yeah, that's one thing, like, I, I mean, I kind of know how to do C- CPR, but I wouldn't feel confident to do CPR at all. What's the uh, compression rate to uh, ventilation? <laughs> you know, I have no idea. I, I would just try Jordan, to blow in their mouth yeah. and pump their chest Jordan, maybe five times. Know? You were a volunteer firefighter that was at like- Lucy. <laughs> Jordan, what? What? The prestigious, <laughs> the prestigious Lucy volunteer fire department. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I don't need you now. I was, if anybody wants to know. That's when is- I was 19. That was almost 10 years. I was almost ten years age. ago now. Yeah, I was your age. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody would like to know, it's thirty compressions to two ventilations. But now, apparently, American Red Heart, I think, has come out with you don't even do ventilations now. I think you this just, whole woke society now you don't even do anything. Oh, well, they don't want to touch <laughs> lips to lips, and I mean, if you ain't got a COVID, a, yeah, That's COVID right. too, yeah. all that. But 
that's an, another topic for another day. But yeah, so it's thirty compressions, thirty to compressions, two like blows in the mouth. Yeah, two breaths, <laughs> two breaths. Okay, I guess that's the technical term. <sighs> what happened? We wait for you. That's called dead air, guys. When that happens, Jordan, as you, was my co-host. Which, by the way, Jordan was fifteen minutes <laughs> late. All right, we were supposed to start this podcast at five thirty, and I text Jordan, "Hey, man, we're just hanging out. Uh, you know, anytime you want to come over, you can come over early. Nothing." And then, and then he texts back. He was he had took a little nap. I got off work and I got home. It was storming Raining. outside. Yep, we could probably got and two inches. The, and then the power cut off, and I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." And I just leaned back in my recliner, and I just boom went out. We're, we're glad you're here, Jordan. I'm glad to be here, Jim. All right, let's uh, let's go to our first um, segment, and this is brought to you by Rock Rooster Footwear. You can go to rockroosterfootwear.com and use the code Field Rose Farm. To save, I think it's 10%. I should really figure that out. Uh, and this is the three first, three worst. First, three worst. Three, two, one. Kick it. All right, all right. And Trevor, so this is just three first and the three worst. So what's the first tractor you ever drove? Uh, I want to say it was maybe the 8430. Yeah. Wow. I want to say it, that Big was boy. the first Ralph one. Big boy. Well, I didn't actually know how to do it, and nobody, I don't think, told me really how to no, do I'm it. I'm sure I trained you on it. No, you did. You gave me a two-row lesson. What were we doing? No, we spread and fertilizer. Spread and fertilizer. Two, I, I definitely went more than two rounds. Uh, okay, that, yeah, that, I'm talking about the nitrogen rig, actually. You gave me a two-row lesson. but You were you were already good at that point. Uh, yeah, I was good yeah. at that point. But, right. yeah, how I many, what, it was probably 10, 15 minutes you gave yeah, me a rundown on it. 10 15 minutes. I mean, I was scared. On pretty quick. I ain't going to lie. I was scared to do it, but, I mean, just kind of. Yeah. What's the worst you can do? Yeah, you did really good. Uh, well, you can do a lot. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> so you get from experience, you can mess up quite a bit. <laughs> what a creepy laugh. Did you see his facial expressions? I think that was creepier. I know, right? Yeah. We, we really need some video footage. Yeah, we need some video footage. Yeah. What about the, uh, the video we did kind of when we first started the YouTube channel? Remember, like the title of it was... Uh, like kid Rex attractor, and it was the forty fifty, and we made it look like you didn't know what you were doing. Oh yeah, remember that? Okay, yeah. that was that my first one. I guess technically that that, that would have been your was first. The, the yeah, driving first yeah. one in the field was probably the eighty four thirty. Yeah, eighty four thirty. That yeah. was actually the first one. Then yep. mm-hmm. that was my first tractor on the field was forty fifty. Is that right? Yeah. But oh, what, look at you. That video. Did, oh. did we stage that by any chance? No. Yeah. Did I say that? No, of course, it wasn't staged. Oh. Okay. 100% real. Yeah. All facts. All facts. All right. Um, let's talk about... Um, no spin. Your first concert. What was the first concert you ever went to? Uh, actually, it was last year, I believe. Okay. For my birthday. 18 years old. 18-year-old. Okay. Nice. Uh, it was my 18th birthday. It was a Riley Green concert at The Crossing. Never heard of him. Alabama. <laughs> you've never heard of Riley... Yeah, you've heard of Riley Green. I really... I mean, You're maybe a little bit. I, I'm 100%... He's Being against honest, any right. new country music. That's not if true. If it wasn't for trucks. I like Zach Bryan. Georgia time. I would consider Zach Bryan new country music. What are you talking about? Don't even come Trevor at me. Trevor turned me on to Zach Bryan. Yeah, don't I don't even I like, talk to me about Zach Bryan. I love Zach Bryan. I'm not Back talking bad right. about Zach Bryan, but I'm saying I wouldn't consider him new country. New country? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't consider him new oh, country. Okay, yeah. Zach Bryan's been around. But he's, okay, well, he's got that old country vibe to it. Yeah. Now, Riley Green is fairly... I mean, he's new word to the country scene. I mean, what he came, he came. His first hit was uh, "Grandpa's Never Died." Is he the one that sings yeah. that? He yeah. sings that. that. Okay. But there was one, that's a great song. There was one before that that he came out with. Georgia that was, time. Georgia time. That was, I think, his first big hit, and that was when I was at ABAC, I think, so about five, six years ago now. But when was Zach Bryan's? Zach Bryan's first, I think, big hit was "Heading South." That's when I first heard him. Yeah, but Zach mm. Bryan's been around. Actually, for, no. Has yeah, he? yeah. Zach Bryan's been around for what, longer than Riley Green. Are we talking about the same, same Zach Bryan? Yeah. Moving on. Who cares? All right. Um, <laughs> All right. So, what's the first movie that you 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 would love so much that you watched it twice? Ooh, first movie. First movie. Oh, I love Talladega Nights. Yeah, I, I really do like that. Was Nights. I remember. That movie coming out, being so excited for it. That's back when MySpace was a thing. And I changed my name on MySpace. Like, you had your name. Like, it was, I changed it to Ricky Bobby Day. And me and all my buddies went to Dothan. We ate at Chili's, and then we went to see uh, Talladega Nights. What a lie. That's and a then, core memory for you, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <because laughs> that is a core memory. You remember the Chili's? I, I remember What'd this. What did you eat? My, my buddy, him and his uh, 
probably wife at that time. Yeah, wife got into a big fight at the movie. And then he mm. like missed half the movie because she stormed out. Oh, that's terrible. And I was like, mm. man, we've been looking forward to seeing this movie for so long. What a buzzkill. Women. Just, yeah, I'll tell you what. Mm, women. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. All right. So that's the three, three first. Uh, three worst. What's the um, what's the worst job on the farm you've done so far, you think? Ooh. Short career. This has kind of been the it, first year. But so far, what, what would be the first? I'm sorry. What would be the worst job? Ooh. Besides working with me every day. Oh, uh, <laughs> That oh, that was top spot. Dang. Well, um, filling up pivots isn't so bad. It's just time consuming. Uh, oh, I figured what? That would be it, nice. it's easy. It's easy. It's just time consuming. Uh, this man says a, he wants to work. Worker. Yeah, he, he wants to work. He don't, don't, don't waste around. You need to get I a like faster that. pump. Yeah, well, yeah well, you know they say twenty gallons per minute. Oh, I, don't, I don't gallons. believe it. We timed it. it was like twelve. Well, I think at peak, I don't know. I just them pumps. I they're I don't I don't believe them. Yeah. So. Thunder Creek, big news coming. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. I, 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 I'm gonna have to pass on that. I think I, if not, Has it's probably had, gonna be. Well, he didn't get the clean pivots. pickers last year, did he? No, yeah, no, I, mean, I got it. Stuff. I know exactly. Clean out the air filters, or not the air filters, the uh, radiator. Radiator. Who who observed the cleaning? Was it Jim or his father? I think I no it it. I think Papa Mac. Okay, I, I, I stood out there for like. What was it? Four like four hours. Okay, yeah. My dad's pretty yeah. adamant about. Yeah. Oh, I remember your dad had me clean a radiator out five different times. Yeah, because it, it was and not. It still it, has it, dirt it, in yeah, it. Yeah, it was not sufficient. Yeah, takes takes a while. This, you know, this, to do the job right, you got to. Yeah, takes I a agree. While. I agree. You know? Yeah, and he was right. It still was. He said until every square inch has clean water flowing through it. It's not clean. You must have pissed him off that day. <laughs> <laughs> Until you can drink it, and you can't, despite you can't hey, that's what, that's, what I told, that's what I told my guys at work the other day. We had a spray tank, you know, that goes on the back of a side-by-side. Right. And they did a half-poor job cleaning it out. And I looked at that thing, I said, I want to be able to drink water out of this thing. And we, we spray we spray all kinds of chemicals through this thing to kill right. weeds or whatever. So every time y'all get done with this, I want to be able to drink water out of this thing when you're done with it. <laughs> and then re-clean I re-clean it. Again. Did you actually drink water? Uh, That'd have no. been awesome. Uh, you should just approve the point and be like, this is how much I trust you guys. I remind I'm you drinking. that. No, I, I, I don't will trust remind you much. that when he's on his deathbed. Yeah. All right. Um, this, this is kind of stupid, but what's the worst clothing brand? Just a Ooh. brand that you're like, man, that's just the worst. Clothing brand? Yeah. It's something you see somebody wearing, like, why would you wear that? I think, like, <laughs> I can't even hear you. Oh. <laughs> um. Good question. Right. You're, you're mouthing something to me. I don't... He's really in deep salt. I am, yeah. dude. I don't. I can't think of a bad so. clothing brand. That I just. Okay. I had some. What are you looking at? Your the clothes you're wearing now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst clothing I've Lee ever jeans? worn. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was a type of jeans. I can't remember what kind they were, but they just ripped. Tommy like, Hilfiger. No, it wasn't Tommy Hilfiger. I think it was. Boo boo. Uh, Jim, it is twenty twenty two. No one wears Tommy Hilfiger. I Incorrect. S- I just got a Tommy Hilfiger shirt from Marshalls. Can it be a specific type? I'd have to yeah, say whatever. American Eagle jeans. The stretchy ones, they don't oh, last. Oh, yeah, I hate stretchy jeans. Really? Yeah. I don't like stretchy jeans. They don't last, jeans. and they're uh-huh. like just, I don't know. Okay. You got wear them Wranglers, son. Yeah, well, I got Levi's Strangler. on right now. Them Wranglers. You know, I've never had a pair of Wranglers, I don't think. Really? Yeah, I, like, I used to have some Levi's, and then I got these yeah. Wranglers. These are Wranglers. Right. They're like jean khakis, and I love these things. Yeah. Well, see, they're holding up good. I struggle because I don't have a butt, like at all. The mayor makes fun of me saying that it's have like a long back. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how tight I get my belt. I'm always sagging. Yeah. At the end you of the day, suspenders. I'm, I'm just constantly pulling up my pants. Like it is a struggle. Yeah. And I try to be mindful of it and, you know, pull up your pants. But my dad's the same one. He yeah. literally just, I told him one day, I said, dad, I'm tired of seeing your butt. Mm-hmm. Every time you walk in oh, front yeah. of me, you got to wear suspenders. And he said, son, I'm just not old enough yet to wear suspenders. I'm like, well, I'm tired of seeing your ass. Chronic cracker. What was it? I think we need to bring suspenders back. Honestly, I, yeah. suspenders are like I wore them one time for nerd day at school. Yeah, and they actually were like amazing. That or overalls. Overalls like nobody wear. No new kids wear overalls now. Bring I don't back. Know how I feel about the overalls. I mean, handkerchief in the pocket. And just think about it. What if you? Yeah, it'd be a big old lunch, and you just whoo. 
you struggling to make it to the bathroom. An overall? <laughs> you end up just pooping yourself because you can't get your overall. You're sitting there doing the place. Oh, God, God. Get off! Get off of me! <laughs> oh man! Oh goodness! All right, let's. Uh, what's what's the worst thing I about sweat a about bit. being a Gen Z? About no. being a Gen Z or a Gen Zer? I want just go, go turn it down. I turned it up to seventy five. <laughs> you are a heavy sweater. Jesus! Look at the sweat stains already. Jesus. Dripping sweat. Pure dripping sweat. His pants are sagging too. So what's the worst thing about being a Gen Zer? Uh probably stereotypes for us. Yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking. Everybody says we're lazy. That's not yeah. always and nice. I can vouch. Trevor is you're definitely a go getter. Uh great worker on the farm. I mean, yeah, in every single generation you have lazy ones, but yeah. it's always like these new kids are just trash. Yeah. Like but they're not good. They don't want to work or nothing like that. I mean they said the same thing about millennials. That's just because we didn't have to chop wood every single day, every single day after school. Which I mean, you, you want, walk three miles to school. Yeah, we have to walk up, uphill both ways. Which I mean, you want better. A little for closer your, to the mic. Please. You want better for your kids. Shh, now you just spike the audio. Um, but you want better for your kids, obviously, yeah. what you had. You don't want your kids to struggle with what you had to struggle with. That's right. So, I mean, obviously, their lives are going to get more plush and more plush and more plush mm-hmm. as you do better and better throughout life. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I often think, you know, like growing up, I mean, I was super fortunate, grew up well, uh, you know, and dad would tell stories. And I was like, you know, what am I going to tell my kids? But I mean, now I see it like now it's like, well, when I was your age, you know, we didn't have a a computer that just everybody had, you know, you couldn't just sit in front of the TV all day long. Yeah, that's your information. And she lied to you. Yeah, you didn't have infinity at your fingertips. When I was your age, we had to drink water from the tap, kids. Right. We didn't have bottled water. We, we couldn't afford yep. bottled water. That was a luxury. But yeah, imagine being. Or, or if do you wish you were born earlier, or do you like that the the you time know, you were born? I really want to be a teenager in like the seventies. Yeah, I feel like the seventies was a cool era. Like he just wants know, to smoke pot. No, but you're. It, <laughs> it's all about the seventies, like the aesthetic of it. It was like always a cool thing to be born in the seventies as a teenager. Yeah. yeah. So really, I'd be born in the '60s. But they say, I mean, you're born for this time. Like God made you for well, this time. Yes, and I I think that's true. But if I could go, if I could be born in a time, I'd want to be born in like the '60s, so I can be a teenager during the '70s. Yeah. I would have liked to have been like in college in the '80s. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, in the '80s. I mean, that would have been cool. They, they yeah. did, I mean, they did whatever they want. They had Ronald Reagan. They did whatever they want. Connie was doing great. I mean, there were no laws until. Reagan had a war against drugs, but anyways. Well, then again, <laughs> messed it all. <up. laughs> Another reason I want to be born for this in like a teenager during the seventies was the cars and the vehicles back then. I mean, seventies, yeah. eighties, towards the nineties, you got a little bit iffy, but the cars back then were definitely much cooler. Oh, and I'm not yeah, even yeah. a car guy, and like everybody yeah. knows, the seventies is a pretty oh, good yeah. era for I mean, cars. The seventies Mustang, beautiful sixty-eight. The new Corvettes to me look awesome. Are uh, you talking about the C8s? I don't know what it is. No, like I saw one of the other day. And yeah, it looked, I know looked really cool. About. And it was white and it had the black rooms. It almost looks like a Lamborghini. It almost cool as a Tundra. It was awesome. It does look like a Lamborghini. You're well, right. What's your obsession with Tundra? I don't know, dude. Why don't I've you always, go buy one? Just go buy one. Go buy one. It's way too much money. Oh, my God. Spend money way to make money, man. Money. So, you're, speaking of big money, aren't you getting a new truck? Ooh. Yeah. Or, or thinking about it? Didn't you just get one? No, I ordered one. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. it's nice. Breaking it's going to be a, tw- it's gonna be a 2023. Oh, wow. What Can't color? hide money. It's an XL. It's, it's, it's going to be an, it's just an XLT. I'm not getting another King Ranch. Oh, what I mean, a loser. I mean, the King. You didn't go a little extra, what, 20 <laughs> grand for the right? King Ranch? Good gracious. Well, the the King Ranch I have now, I've got obviously a heck of a deal on it. So that's the reason why I have it. And you can't find a used vehicle for a decent price. Like, okay, there's a, uh, a 2021, it's got 30,000 miles on it, Ford F-150, King Ranch at some dealership in Georgia. I said, hey, uh, I call him about, say, how much you want for this truck? Oh, yeah, we want uh, $67,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 hell no. <laughs> right? I'm not going to pay you 67 I can buy an F-250 XLT for seventy grand. Mm-hmm. Jim, not- are we supposed to cuss on this? I mean, you don't want to drop F-bombs, I mean, but we can. Yeah, you know. I'm telling Jesus. Yeah. Jesus knows. <laughs> That's right. Um, JD. Uh, but that, I'm just, I, so I just said, why would, and I kind of, actually, I talked to my dad about this because I was like, it seems kind of outrageous for someone my age to buy a brand new vehicle. And he said, well, 
if you need a new vehicle, he said, I mean, you're only going to spend a couple thousand more, and you might as well just buy a brand new one. Yeah. And then, so the past yeah. couple of months, I've been looking for a truck, and I just have not found one. I can't, I can't find what I want. Right. Um. So I just, I called the dealership. I said, hey, I'm just going to order a truck. Where'd you get it from? The Chipola and oh, okay. uh, Mariano. Did you tell me what color it was? There are- it's that carbonized gray. Okay. It's going to be Ooh. pretty slick. I'm getting the tow mirrors on it, you know. Nice. When's it, when's it coming in? It'll probably be about four months. Oh. You mean to pull the Here ladies? You know Is the that pool. what I'm hearing? Nice. That's what I'm hearing. The- <laughs> get it? Get the trailer ready, because there's going to be a bunch of them. There's going to be a load of them. <laughs> I did get the max towing package, the Hall to Biggins. Oh, oh, nice. oh we're not discriminating. <laughs> She ain't 280, she ain't a lady. That's right. <laughs> never heard that one before. You've never heard that? Never. It's Gen Z. It's got so many cool sayings, you know? You ever heard she's built like a brick shit house? Yes, That's I have old heard school that. Saying, no. you know? I don't really know what it means. I mean, what is a brick I mean, shit like, house? But I mean, I guess like a, I mean, an I outhouse think- that's made of brick? I don't know. Like that's a well-made outhouse. There, that lady looks like a well-made outhouse. You got these, you got these country <laughs> sayings. Like there's a there's a dude where he says, "You're shot out as a Christmas turkey." I'm like, where the hell does that even come from? <laughs> you're madder than a sprayed roach. You're you're crazier than a sprayed roach. Right. Messed up as a soup sandwich. All right, guys, well, we're 30 minutes in, so we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back on the Field Rose Podcast. Is it okay? Uh, hi guys, if you're looking for some great deals on some chemicals, dog food, uh, feed, seed, and everything that you need, then check out MacArthur Company, located in Malone, Florida, right down there by the water tower. They've got batteries and so much more. Check them out. Stop the music. That's right. Don't forget about Jenny Lens, a one-of-a-kind women's boutique store inside of a feed store. I've never bet I bet you've never seen that before because you've never been to Jenny Lens before. If you want the latest fashions and trends, then come on down and we can get you settled. All right, and we're back to the Field Rose Podcast. If you guys are local, make sure you check out MacArthur Company. It is um it's, it's the best feed store around. It really is. No doubt. Uh, no doubt. Best prices. You need some some chemicals. Spray on your peanuts, cotton, corn. They got it. You need a battery. They got it. Maybe some worms to go fishing with. They got it. Even a dress. They, you, you want a dress for your lady friend? Or if you're a cross-dresser and you just like to wear a dress, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> We're not going to screw Just give us the money. We don't screw it. That's right. Cash that chick. All right, so this is um, kind of a little segment we're going to start, and it's called, a, well, we haven't really coined a name for it yet, but Jordan always complaining about something, grinding gears. And uh, uh, Yeah, I have my times. Three days ago, Jordan made a Facebook post, and uh, <laughs> this is, I'm going to read it. This is the Facebook post, and it says, I tend to not voice my opinions on Facebook, but it's exhausting seeing parents <laughs> let their children act wild in public places that have a calm atmosphere. No, I've never raised children, but I've seen parents that have no problem raising well-mannered children. It's one of two things. I usually see either the mother sitting there desperately trying to control the child while the dad is playing on his phone, or both parents just act clueless to their unruly child. Children that grow up with no rules grow up to be lawless adults. So, Jordan, <laughs> give us a little backstory. What, what prompted that post? Okay, I'm sitting, I'm sitting out to eat there night, and there's just... God bless him. They just got this wild, wild young, and he is just hollering in the restaurant. I mean, hollering. And mom and dad are just hush, child. No, it's okay. Shh. I'm like, take that kid out and whip its butt. You're gonna feel bad if there's something wrong with the child. Like, uh, but, uh, okay, yeah, there could be something. But I mean, heck, I mean, it's my. I just what I see a lot of. I see a lot of. Families not being led by the husband, which the Bible calls for them to do, by the way. You're mm-hmm. supposed to be the leader of the family right. and discipline your children, um, and they fail the task. That's just, a tough one. Yeah, you've got a lot of unruly kids, for sure. It's just, I mean, and I don't know. I I deal with a lot of, well, especially when I work in cold storage. I had about... Kids were in the third, cold I had like, storage. <laughs> yeah, I had the, they were kids. kids. Yeah. They were kids. Um, but, I mean, I had about... Uh, 30 employees underneath me okay. inside the cold storage. I mean, some of these people were 10, 15 years older than me, but they acted like children. Right. And I mean, just, there's just no way they were raised proper and to have manners. 
I mean, there's just to me, it's, I don't know. That's a tough one. You know, you, you raise your, as being a parent, you raise your kids the best as you can. And you see some kids come from a great family and just turn out to be complete douchebags. That's true. And then others that are just really good members of society. So, and the whole spanking issue, like Demera and me too. I mean, we've never spanked our kids, but they're great kids. And, and a lot of people will say, ah, you know, it's the people that don't spank. That's the problem. Well, there's only like 2% of people that don't spank their kids. Like yeah. it's, it's such a small amount. Like, I really don't think it's the, you know, no, I don't, the days I don't, of like, oh, you need to beat that kid. No, I, that's you need just, to spank that's that just, kid. I like, just take it out and spank yeah. them. I don't believe you have to beat your children in yeah. submission. No, that's not necessary. I think there's alternative disciplinary you can take. I mean, obviously, like I said in my post, I've never raised children, so I don't know. Yeah. But I see kids like your kids. We go out to eat. They're mm-hmm. not acting absolutely crazy. Yeah. They know there's a time and a place. For, and, and they say, well, kids need to be able to vent. That's fine. Let them vent at home. Yeah. But when I sit down at a restaurant or I sit down in the movie theater, I paid money to be there also, just like you did. Right. But I paid money to watch this movie. I paid money to eat dinner here. I That's really right. don't want a kid hollering in my ear. And I'm sorry if your children can't handle that. Well, then. You just don't need to yeah. take them out. Go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, don't, but don't don't take them to... What was the restaurant? I won't say. In case was it I local? incriminate myself. <laughs> That's someone, that guy giving me the someone, stink eye. Someone, someone might uh, feel like I'm talking about them. Oh, I got I'd you. Hate to say yeah, that. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. Which, I mean, listen, that, that, that kid could have just hit me. He, there could be something wrong with that kid. Well, God bless him. Um, yeah. Just, you, I don't know. I just, I hate, it's just, you're, to me, it's so inconsiderate to other people. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've, uh, I mean, we're fortunate knock on wood, you know, our, our kids are, they are pretty good, you know? And I think a lot of that is because we take them everywhere. Like they, anytime we go out to eat, the kids are with us. So they kind of know the rule of, you know, sit down, eat, do your thing, sit down. But I can't ever remember. Surely there was a time, but like if the kid gets too crazy, we just take them out. Exactly. It's kind of like a church. How do you take you them know? out? Like, what do you mean take I mean, them out? You know, slap them in the back of the head. I mean, no, no, like out of the restaurant or yeah. out of, you know, till they calm down. And, yeah, I you mean, take, take yeah. go outside, go in the bathroom, let them. I mean, kids have their moments where they're just, yeah. bah, they're crazy. I yeah. think Ellie, Ellie's definitely the kid. Of course, she's the youngest. Um, she's had a couple meltdowns. And I think maybe one meltdown in public, but I wasn't there. But um, yeah, parenting's hard. I think Benadryl's pretty cheap, right? Benadryl, uh, salt, <laughs> drugs, you know, belts, liquor, yep. liquor, eggnog. Yeah, it's just very yeah. little, very little rum. Four form. Did you get any interesting? Com- I didn't even read the comments on it. Did you get anybody like, oh, oh heck no? Yeah. Oh no, you did. <laughs> oh, no, you did. <laughs> I tell you what, you just don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I had a lot. Actually, I had a lot more people who agreed with me than I f- figured I would. I I really didn't have anyone come on there and say no. You're that's just crazy talk. You don't know what you're talking about. I mean, again, like I said in the post, I really, I mean, I don't have firsthand experience raising children. The only experience I have around children is always my nephew and nephews and around your kids. I mean, that's yeah. the only experience I'd say I have around children. Um, but I don't know. All right, well, that was it. That was the the grinding gears, Trevor. What was that? That's one of the kids' toys making this. Let's go ahead and press it again. I don't even know uh, how I did yeah, you made a noise. It's one of my kids' toys. It's not really doing it now. All right, let's move on. We got a listener question. And a listener, um, I think Matthew Riles. I think that's how, was that how you pronounce the last name? Matthew Riles? Yeah, it looks like it. Riles. Riles. Uh, so, yeah, pretty much Matthew, he just wants to know about, um, well, I'll read it. He says, hey, listening to your latest podcast, um, could you talk about the financial side of planting, growing, harvesting from start to finish for peanuts and cotton? I know there are a lot of variables, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's always had a dream of farming and uh, maybe talk about how one could get into farming and start off small and work their way up if that's possible. Uh, so, Jordan, you've got aspirations of being a farmer. Yeah. You would love to, you know, have, have some land and, and all that. I mean, I'm luckily super blessed, fortunate dad kind of already had the, the land, the equipment. So if there was some advice to somebody that just had nothing, uh, what would be some advice to get into farming? Don't go to debt right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, you just, you're going to, you're going to have to, it's not going to be something that happens over two to three years. I mean, this is going to be like for me, I mean, I'm not planning to try to farm for a living until, Probably till I get ready to retire from my normal job. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, you're fortunate. And I'm not saying I'm not fortunate, but my dad hasn't bought a bunch of land. He went into a different 
side of work and buying land was a part of it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't have a couple hundred to a thousand acres sitting around. I don't have a bunch of farm equipment. Now I do have a huge advantage over a lot of people. I mean, I have, dad does have a little bit of land that he's purchased and um, we have turned some in the cultivation uh, land and put pivot on it. And we have a tractor, we have some planners, um, we have some just small farm equipment. So yeah, I mean, I would have a huge jump ahead to begin with, but starting out from scratch, I mean, in today's world, I don't even know how you do it. Yeah. I really don't. Because you would start off, I mean, you're looking at, let's say you just go four row. Just get, let's let's start small. All right, land rent per, what is it? On irrigated land, it can range from 200 to $400 Yeah, an acre. And it's, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy to me. Um, and then you're looking at a, a tractor. Let's just say you get a John Deere. You're going to need a 150 horsepower tractor. Let's just say that 150. You're looking at brand new, hundred plus thousand dollars. You get a four row set of planters, like forty, fifty thousand dollars. You're looking at a sprayer. You're looking at twenty thousand dollars. You're a million dollars in debt just starting out. Yeah, um, definitely. That's not even the buy chemicals and seed. That's right. Yeah, I think a, a good move would be just start working with a farmer. Agreed. Like find a, a good guy that's in your town, work with him, and maybe work out a deal where, hey, you know, I've got aspirations of growing my own crop. Maybe maybe we can work out a deal where, you know, I help you out, and then you kind of help me out. Let me borrow a tractor. Let me borrow a planter. Yeah. Um, you know, go to your auctions. You know, once you kind of get some money saved up, you know, try to buy some used equipment. Don't fall for, <clears throat> you know, the, the new stuff or anything like that. No, you, know, you don't have to have GPS. You, you don't, don't have to have Trimble or no. Green Star or whatever. You no, know, no. just start from there and find a good patch of land and try it. And there are, and I, I there, I think there are a lot of good programs out there right now, actually for young farmers. And I tell you who a great person would be to ask this question. And that would him? be Michael Watford. Yeah. You yeah. Know, Cause he is, we should have him on the show. We should. Cause yeah. you know, him and his uh, Brandon have really stepped out over the past couple of years. That's right. And they're really starting from all. And he, like I said, he's one of those people who, he doesn't have, he doesn't have a farm left to him yep. and he's, re, he's trying to slowly, he's working for a farmer. They're slowly grow, starting to try to grow their farm and do things. So that I, he would be a great person. For sure. Question. Yeah. He'd be a it good take, one. It take it. It's a lot. It's, it's too much risk for me, but I mean, I will say this. I think you should follow your passions. And yeah, if you, yeah. I was just, you read my mind. I was going to say, you, you've you, got to be passionate you, about you've it. You've got to be passionate about it. farming's not something. Oh, that sounds fun. Let me just try that. Because it's a constant headache from day one. Yeah. I mean, but you have to have a passion for it. You have to love it. You have to um, have that fire in you to want to go out there and take that risk. Um, it's got to it's got to be in you. And if you want to do it, I would do it. I'd follow it. All right. And as far as the the budget, that's one thing on our farm that we really don't uh, do too well, in my opinion. We've never really, uh, you know sat down and said, all right, this is our budget for seed. This is our budget for chemicals. This is our budget for fuel. Um, pretty much. I mean, yeah, you could do that. You kind of know what you're going to have in seed. You're going to know what you're going to have roughly in chemicals fuel. You can kind of estimate, you know, labor, all that. But uh, actually I was, um, it was an awesome thing I found online. Cause I just Googled like how to budget for a farm and check this out. This is, is that from the, the Alabama Extension website. You know it. Yeah. Why didn't you go to University of Florida? I baby? couldn't find anything on University. They of Florida. got Office has something on there. I'm, sh- I'm sure they do. But yeah, they break it down like where I mean they've got everything. Your soil yep. test, your your fertilizer, your you know uh, what is fungicides, growth regulator. I mean you name it, land rent uh, that you can fill this out. Um, and as far as like per acre, um, they have. Okay, this is for 2022. This is what they estimate. So this is for cotton. They estimate that it's going to cost $826 per acre to grow uh, a cotton. So one acre of cotton is going to cost you $826. Whereas last year, they estimated 689 bucks. So you've got an increase. Fertilizer increased to 116%. Yep. So, and dad used to always say like 500 bucks an acre. Yeah, but I think I'm pretty sure that numbers went up quite no, a bit. No, yeah, that's that number is gone. Yep, but it would be cool to break down and just see at the end of the year, and which we could just take take a lot of work. You know, how much did you spend on this? Yeah, how much I, did I mean, you, spend you need on to. That? Well, I mean, and I think, versus just taking out the loan. You know, hey, let's take out this amount. Hopefully, we'll pay it off, and we'll have some left over. Well, I mean, you definitely want to know what your true profit was, and the, I think where that can help out is look back and say, hey. 
it really didn't benefit us that much financially to do that extra spraying. Yep. Or great point this year. We always, uh, well, last year we put out pop-up fertilizer on a pretty good expense. All the cotton, I think 10 gallons per acre. Not sure the amount, but it's not cheap. Definitely wasn't cheap this year. So this year we said, well, we're just going to do it in the last field. So we picked the, uh, or the guys picked the cucumbers, planted it, but we plugged one row. So the first row didn't get any pop-up fertilizer. Yeah. All the other ones did. And you can't tell a difference. There is no, you know, you look right by the road. You visibly can't tell a difference. It looks, it looks all the same. Hmm. So by that, you just kind of pissed all that money away. Some guys swear by it. Some guys don't. I mean, I think it's what fits your practices better. I mean, I mean, and I think really, I mean, y'all do a good job of maintaining um, nutrients in your, in your soil. Mm -hmm. Y'all put fertilizer out like you're supposed to. There's a lot of guys who don't fertilize at all. So having that pop-up, they've got to have that pop-up because the soil's got nothing in it to begin with it when that seed first comes up. Yeah, I think y'all have a lot of carryover from the year before because y'all do a good job of rotating like you're supposed to. You That's do right. your soil samples. You spread fertilizer out there. You keep the you control your um acidity in the soil. Um, salinity of the soil. Acidity. Acidity. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The pH. Yeah. That's I, that's why I couldn't get on my mouth was pH. All right, well, let's move on to the uh, Turbo Booster segment, and Jordan has prepar- prepared 15 questions for myself, so this is the Turbo Booster. Oh, wrong button. <laughs> Turbo Booster. All right, and this is brought to you by Yankum Ropes. Check out yankum.com. That's Y-A-N-K-U-M. For the best ropes around, and use the code FILLEDROSE to save 10%. All right, well, I'm going to include Trevor in on this too because we okay. kind of let them out but I'm going to do you one then Trevor one alright that'll work alright Jim peanuts or cotton uh, cotton Trevor pancakes or waffles waffles Jim IHOP or Waffle House Waffle House Trevor jeans or khakis jeans Jim Ugh. Trimble or Green Star Trimble Trevor strip till conventional till or no till strip till what's well, so lame <laughs> everyone knows conventional till's the funnest um, Jim, Georgia boots or Nikes? Rock roosters. Got them. Good answer. Uh, Trevor over here. Uh, Ford. Ford. <laughs> I read it. Are you, don't steal my thunder. Jim, peanut butter or tomato paste? Oh, peanut butter and tomato paste? <laughs> Trevor, KMC or Amadis? What did you just say? KMC or Amadis? Amadis. Uh, Good answer. Um, Jim, high school or college? High school. All day. Really? I dropped out, of, dropped out of college. College was where I shot. Wasn't smart enough. Uh, <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> potato or potato? Ooh. Uh, tomato. <laughs> what? what? He's from Alabama. <laughs> Alabamians. Uh, all right, Jim. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup all day. Trevor. Google or Yahoo? Google. I think it's Yahoo. I've always said Yahoo. I know. Caribbean care. Uh Jim, Apple or Android? Apple. Oh, 100%. That's all, all right. I got. That was the Turbo Booster. We're not going to play it again. All right, uh, Trevor, I've I prepared some questions for you. <laughs> so this is a little quiz. Uh, you just started helping us on the farm this year, so you know, I don't expect you to know all these, but they are multiple uh, multiple choice. Okay. okay? Throw them at me. So our peanuts are full of nutgrass. What should we spray on them? Cadre, Roundup, or Grimoxin? Nutgrass? Yeah. Cadre, Roundup, or Grimoxin? Grimoxin. (laughs) You're going to kill your peanuts. Here's another question. Cadre. Cadre, yes. Is nutgrass or grass? No. What is it? Uh, Seed. No. I don't know, man. I didn't take agriculture at ABAC. It's actually a sedge. It's not a grass. I don't know. Because it has like a, uh, if you'll pay attention to the leaf on it, it's kind of a triangular shape. Boring. Okay. Nerd. All right. The 8330 needs a motor oil change. I don't know why, why I awarded it like that. We need a motor oil change. Uh, so how much oil are we going to put in? A little over five gallons, 10 gallons, or 13 gallons? Five gallons? A little over five gallons? Jim, that's not fair. Not everyone's freaky like you remember. exact numbers. Ding, 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 ding. Correct. Oh, I did Correct. Yes. I need a sound drop for like the, uh, when you get them correct and stuff. 
All right, so uh, NPK, that's the popular, what would you call it, elements of fertilizer, I guess. Um, nitrogen, phosphorus. That's, come on, come that's on. A qu- come so, on, man, you ruined it. Yeah, so nitrogen is the N, phosphorus is the P. What does the K stand for? Is it urea, potash, or ketamine? Uh, that is potash. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. I remember you actually Good told me Oh, really, potassium. Potassium well, and phosphorus the- is the same. Wait, sorry, sorry. Uh, potassium and potash. Is well, the same. potash is a mixture of potassium and other things. Yeah. Potato, potassium itself tomato, is the pure form. And is what? What is? Uh, I'm terrible. Like KMag, isn't KMag something mixed? It's with, just a mix. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dap all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you just. It's like a spray. I mean, it's like it's a mixture of different things. A bell of cotton. How much does it weigh? Five hundred pounds, twelve hundred pounds, or seven hundred fifty pounds. A bale. A bale. Actually, I don't. So not a module. Correct. Okay, just a bale. Yeah, a module usually has around. Go go over the answers again. All right, five hundred pounds, twelve hundred pounds, or seven hundred fifty pounds. I'll go with seven fifty. No, it's five hundred. Really? I guess it's four eighty to five hundred. I believe. So (laughs) you're not not doing too great. Uh, What's a bushel of peanuts? I don't even know that. A bushel of peanuts? I don't know what that is either. <laughs> You're the peanut man. You should know that. <laughs> we don't deal you with peanuts in bushels. Company. You deal with it in tons. Tons and pounds. Tons and in shell, pounds and shelled. How many pounds is a ton? 2,000. Correct. How many ounces is in a gallon? How many ounces? 16. Yep. No, no, no. Oh, ounces in yeah, a gallon. in a gallon. 64? 128. Oh, are you serious? 64 is a... Uh, Half a gallon. Let's not air this. <laughs> there is no That's not Alabama education. All Man, right. It's been so long since I've done all that. I think we did that in chemistry. Yeah. And well, I'm, see, I know, because, like, mixing up uh, yeah, chemical see, rates and all that. All right, what is the active ingredient in Roundup? Is it metacloprid, glyphosate, or tebaconazole? Uh, yes. Number two. Which is? Me- uh, the meta thing that you said. A metacloprid? Yep. <laughs> no. Eh. <laughs> Man, how could you not get that? Man. It's the most commonly used chemical, like in the world. Glyphosate. Glyphosate. Glyph- glyphosate. <laughs> what are you saying? Glyphosate. Glyphosate. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> All right, last question. What state grows the most corn? Is it Iowa, Nebraska, or Illinois? Ooh, Iowa. Iowa. You're correct. Yep, it is Iowa. Did I pass? Mm, no, not no. one bit. I don't even know how. You, yeah, you, you didn't do, good, yeah, do too well. I know. Which is fine. It happens. What soil type do we have in this area? Uh, the kinds in the ground. Good answer. Very good. D- don't get Jordan on the uh, dirt slash soil. Oh it is soil. Soil. He took a back classes. And oh yeah, he's, he's educated. You know, I went to college. I went to college <laughs> four years. I'm a bad. Y'all may start answering or asking y'all questions about medical. Please don't. go for it. Okay, what is a hematoma? A hematoma is when you get a um, something that hits you really hard, and the blood comes up under your skin and forms a like a, a bump. Oh, <laughs> good job! <laughs> yep, Jordan. What is pneumothorax? <laughs> Glad I didn't get that one. <laughs> I think it's a Disney movie. <laughs> it's not a Disney princess. The thorax. The, thor- the thorax is um, something on an insect. No. It was yes, but what is a pneumothorax? I hell, I don't know. What is it? Collapsed lung. Oh, uh, just say collapsed lung, nerd. Right. It's proper term. Just like with your uh, nut grass. What were they called? They're sedges. 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 Just call them nut grass. Well, yeah, that's what they are. But that's the type, though. You have mm. grasses, you have broad leaves, and you have sedges. Nerd. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get close to wrapping this show up, guys. Again, if you're still listening, we sure do appreciate it. Uh, I would be. Uh, please review it and uh, give it a, a rating of a, a five star rating on Apple Podcast and Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. Fieldrose.com. All right. So uh, why don't we give Jordan, uh, give uh, Trevor, some life advice? I was thinking, you know, some advice you wish somebody would have gave you when you were 19, That's fresh out of high school. He's been out of school for a year. He's got a girlfriend, handsome-looking guys, lifting weights, going to crunch, working out what? a little bit, working on his fitness. You know, he's got you know got a promising career ahead of him. He's got an interview Thursday, Thursday, um, with a local fire department. So, I definitely say 
enjoy yourself right now. For sure. And enjoy, um, I'm not saying I'm old by any means, but enjoy this moment of time after high school and before you start your professional career as a firefighter or whatever you decide to go into, enjoy that time period in between. Because I like when we were at ABAC, it was just, it was so much fun. Yeah, I mean, me and my friends, we just we just had a blast. I mean, we were constantly hanging out, going to do stuff. It didn't matter. I mean, just enjoy that time while you have it because, I mean, once you get once you're out of college, I mean, you can't still go out and get drunk every Thursday night because then you're just a degenerate. We had a saying actually: um, you can't be an alcoholic in college. You can't be an alcoholic no, in college. That's once you graduate and you continue to drink like that. You're that's, an alcoholic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You can't drink yet anyways. You're only 19. Yeah, I'm only 19. 19 now. Yep. Yeah. It's against the law. Yep. Yeah, all good things. Good advice, Jordan. Yeah, my advice would be just just find something that you're passionate about, something that you can see yourself doing for the rest of your life and being happy with it. I, I can. So Grandpa told me that once. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he said make sure you – do something yeah. you love. It's, I mean, that's and kind of won't. a cliche. cliche, was it, cliche? It, it is a cliche. cliche but I mean, it, do, do something, something you love. Find something you love and you'll never work another day in your life. Exactly. You know, like it's live, true. Laugh, love, but it's hard posters. to find those things that actually yeah. make money. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You've got yeah, to, I there is, you've got make to music find, for a living. You've got to find that in between. You've got to find something you're passionate about, but also pays the bills. Because yeah. there is something my dad says money may not buy happiness, but you don't see a lot of people that struggle to pay their bills any month that are happy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Money it, makes the world go around. Money makes the world. And it makes, I like it. I don't think, I don't, I don't think it buys happiness, but it definitely makes life easier. It just makes it easier. Yeah. It makes it easier. It makes it more convenient. I mean, what's, it's a lot more, if your motor blows up in your truck, yep. it's very convenient to be able to go buy a new motor. 100%. Or a brand new truck. Or just go buy a brand new truck. 2023 Ford. 2023. <laughs> I'm yeah, be poor. It's only the XLT package, though. That's right? I'm such a poor, such a <laughs> Jeez, poor man. Person. It's only the XLT. <laughs> Goodness gracious! All right, well, let's. Uh, this this is it. This is the Would You Rather question. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Been waiting um, for this. Yeah, this is gonna be a good one. Would you rather do this or that? I'm not doing any of it. All right, Drew, uh, Trevor. Ooh. Let me find it here. All right, so would you rather your first fire call, first one? And as soon as you get the hose out, you have to accidentally just start spraying all your workers, pedestrians, just really get out of control with that hose, just spraying everyone, right? That would hurt. Yeah. I mean, full full force water, right in the face, everything. First, like that first might fire kill ever. them almost. Okay. So you either got to do that or it's your wedding day. Oh, You're happy. You've got to wear... Uh, like a light color khaki pants. I know where this is going. With no underwear. And you have to pee yourself while you're up front in front of everybody, right when the ceremony is happening. Where do you come up with You've this? got to just... <laughs> you just have to pee yourself in front of everybody. And everybody's going to look and be like, oh my goodness, I think Trevor's... <laughs> I think Trevor's just peed his pants. Is there a secondary pants around? Uh, yeah, but I mean, you'd have to like leave and go get them. I'm going to have to go with the wedding day. The okay. Wedding? The only reason why is because, do you know how bad a fire hose would hurt? I don't know. I don't really like, know how Those things pressure. put out some pressure, all yeah. right? You can probably look it up, but one of those things Google. would probably Googling it right now someone. as we speak. Google it. And I'd rather my my pride get hurt than like somebody seriously get injured. How horrible. What a young, good what a, gentleman. What a, just a scholar. <laughs> scholar. <laughs> what? The usual working working pressure of a fire hose can vary between eight and twenty bar, whatever that means. One hundred sixteen to two hundred ninety psi. Oh yeah, that would hurt. Yeah, like yeah, that's gonna leave some webs for sure. Yeah, webs, webs. But think webs. about the humiliation of of relieving yourself in front of the whole family. Do you imagine how humiliated it'd be for to like so, hit all those people? Yeah. To blow their faces off yeah. with a water hose. <laughs> that would be bad. So, I'd have to go with the wedding day. Wedding just because I feel okay. like there's secondary pants somewhere. somewhere I could, like, my groomsmen cool. might trade with me. That's right. Yeah. Or, like, one of the groomsmen might. Cool. All right, folks. Well, there you have it. Well, that's going to be it. Uh, thanks so much for listening to the Field Rose Podcast. And, again, um, you can find this podcast on any major podcast app. Uh, that's uh, Apple Podcasts. You got Spotify, Stitcher, 
Google Podcasts, you name it. Um, yeah, check it out. Yeah, I've got the uh, the Field Rose YouTube. Got an awesome video coming out tomorrow. Today is Tuesday, so we should have this up by then. So yeah, we got it. Got got some good things in the works. Uh, if you guys want some merch. Jordan, you like that green hat over there? Yeah, I'm actually going to take that on the yeah. way out. Hey, that's that's oh. your consolation prize. Uh, so, yeah, we got some awesome new Field Rose hats. You can get those at farmfocus.com. Uh, awesome new video coming out tomorrow. Uh, and if you're listening to this, it might already be out. I'm going to so, uh, Hey, the, the black is actually a limited edition. I just told so, him. So, um, yeah, that's, there's only two of those. So I'm keeping one, and then that's going to be the other one. So He actually auctioned it off I kind of like the white better. But. But yeah, we got some shirts. We got hats. Uh, Randy has a line of shirts, a black and a white with his face, and then it says Randy. Randy has shirts. Randy has shirts. Yeah. Where is Randy? Uh, Randy, I, I'm not exactly sure. Um, we don't really. We're not on talking terms right now. What'd you do? Yeah, it's a long story. I don't want to get into it. Okay. Just family drama. But anyway, yeah. all right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Please spread the word about the Field Rose Podcast. We'll be back in another two weeks. And until next time, keep it in the field rows.